episode, we will be discussing Red, White, and Royal Blue, an LGBTQ romance by Casey McQuiston. Warning, this show does contain spoilers. We suggest reading the book, then coming back and joining our discussion. Hey, all you bookworms. This is the Page Turners Podcast. I'm Jenna. And I'm January. In this podcast, we will delve into all genres, from psychological thrillers to the steamiest of romances. From the top of the bestseller list to unknowns and those making the buzz list, including traditional and indie published authors. With Page Turners, no page will be left unturned. Thanks for joining us. I'm really excited to talk about Red, White, and Royal Blue today. This is a book that we chose for Valentine's Day. It's a gay romance, and it's not something I would have chose on my own. I've heard a lot of positive buzz about it. It gets a lot of good reviews. I've never read a gay romance. I've never read a book that had, you know, two main characters that were gay. So this was really different for me, and I'm so glad I read this book. This is definitely the first LGB book that I've read with the main characters, for sure. Yes. Okay, so the premise of this book, it takes place, I'm going to say, in a kind of alternate universe where the president of the United States is a woman. It's the first woman president. And her son, who is in his senior year of college, I believe, he starts a friendship, which becomes a relationship with the Prince of Wales. So again, not a world we live in, but man, would I like to live in this world because there is so much positive energy and how things could be if we would all just have a little more love and acceptance in our hearts. For sure. Yeah. The characters. Okay. So the main character is Alex Diaz de Claremont or de Claremont Diaz. I'm not sure. Okay. I don't remember. Well, anyways, he's the president's son. Then Henry is the Prince of Wales. Now these two families, like the Prince of Wales, I really got the feel that it was modeled after the current, yes. you know, royal family. Yeah. And I have an obsession with the royal family right now. So, oh, so I, this was really right up yeah, your alley. So yeah. So I really love that part, you know, with the queen and how things are so strict there and how when the queen found out about, you know, her grandson's relationship with a, a man uh, that she was like, we can't do this. There's no way. Mm-hmm. That's not the tradition, traditional ways. And we don't do this. It was kind um, of like a, it's okay, but you better keep it hush hush. Yes. For the public eye. Yes. And one of my favorite scenes in the book is when they're having that confrontation with the queen, that they're in like their, that room where she does all of her meetings with, you know, important people and they're having that confrontation and she's basically told him no you know you cannot have this relationship in the Public. open yeah we we will not allow that yeah basically we'll find you oh, a nice woman to marry yeah which is very disheartening you know that he had to grow up that way even though he knew he was gay you know he said basically, from an early age yes. he said yes yeah. and he had to hide that he had to repress that which he, i think really speaks out with current situations and stuff because a lot of people can't be open absolutely with their And I felt there was a difference with Alex because he didn't, I think he knew he was gay, but he hadn't come out as gay. I will say Alex irritated me sometimes because he, some of the situations that come up, like clearly he should have known. Yes. And then he was like, was I? Was I? I'm like, come on, dude. But he didn't. Be truthful to yourself. He didn't seem as scared about it. No. As, as uh, Henry did. And I think that has a lot to do with upbringing. Well, absolutely. I mean, his mother 
is a Democratic woman president. Mm -hmm. So obviously, Democrats are more progressive when it comes to gay rights. So I I think that's why he felt like, you know, I don't think my mother is going to think of me any differently or love me any differently because I'm gay. Although I was confused. Because he kept saying that he was bi in the book, but he was yeah. bisexual. And I didn't understand that it, it was he bisexual because he had had experiences with women because that's what was expected of him. I thought he was gay. That's actually a good point because it doesn't really touch base on that. Like, I just assumed he was bi because he did, you know, he like he preferred both and it was okay. But now that you mention that, I am curious if that's why he thought he was bi. That could is be. Because is what was expected of him in his past relationship. Right. And and the whole male male was new to him. So maybe he thought that's why he was bi instead of strictly gay. I'm that, sorry. That could be. I know you said you had trouble relating to this book. I did. I absolutely loved the book as a whole. It was just hard for me to get into just because, and I think I could have got into it if it was female, female, because there are a lot of sex scenes and we thought that it was a young adult. Right. Warning. This is not a young adult no, book. No. I, now I could see maybe older teenagers who are mature yes uh, reading this because the the sex scenes although there are quite a few of them they aren't necessarily really graphic no no they're she not. doesn't go in the Casey McQuiston who I love her writing she doesn't go into graphic detail and I, I just I love the romance between these yes. two it felt real it felt innocent it was it felt innocent and, and it starts it, <laughs> I love how it starts out the whole enemies to enemies lovers. to, lo- to like friends that. to lovers again I, like I know that's a theme in a lot of romances yeah it felt right for this yeah because even though they were supposedly enemies at the beginning they were still very attracted to each other and they didn't want the and they, other and to they know. didn't know yeah. yeah but yeah I think I just would have got into it I or not got into it I, re- I did enjoy it I just thought that it was a little difficult during the sex scenes because you know a lot of the times Not that I'm, you know, trying to put myself in the sex scene, but you can't relate because, you know, and I think I could have related to female, female, just not male, Just because we're female. Yeah. Sure. So I think that part was a little difficult to get into. But like I said, the innocence of it all, the drama of what they had to go through, the sadness, the scary stuff, that's stuff that happens today. So that's very like heartfelt. And I can feel for this couple as they're struggling to be together and their feelings. And so like, I did like it on that aspect. I just, it was hard for me to get into because like I said, I am the type of reader that puts myself in the book. So that was a little difficult, but as a whole, I enjoyed it. And what Casey McQuiston does in this book that I I love, her supporting characters are as great as the main characters. Yes. Like, I loved the sister. She had some fantastic supporting characters. I wrote them down here. So the mom, Ellen, is president. You know, she puts on her professional president face. But when she's with her family, she is mom. She's mom. That's mom there. She is cussing. She is having fun with the family just as any mother would. So I like that she's able to take on both of those roles and both roles are extremely important to her and her family. I also really liked the dad because like yes. there was a lot of good co-parenting there. Yes, because and, they like, are divorced. They're divorced mm-hmm. and you don't really see that a lot, especially no. in presidency. That's not even heard <laughs> I, of. Again, you've got a divorced female um, president. president. Yeah. yeah. So all of this is things that, you know, seem like it would be impossible to really actually happen in the United States. Yeah. 
Although I wish things like that would would happen because that's real. Yes. To me, that's what made this book seem real. Mm-hmm. And then there was June, who is Alex's sister. Yes. And fantastic character. I really liked her. She is a writer, so mm-hmm. I could re- I I connected with her. Yeah. And she writes, um, I think for a newspaper or magazine, and she's doing like columns for them. And then she becomes like I think her, the speech writer for her mom. She's yeah. A very good writer. And then let's see, there was Oscar, who is his dad, Alex's mm-hmm. dad, and Ellen's ex-husband. He's a senator. He is Latino, so Alex is half Latino. And then Nor- and then they touched on that too. Yes, race this is another like, thing. This was a big political book, obviously, because yes. presidency and everything, but they hit a lot of the things that we don't do. Yeah. That we should do. And I think that's what Casey McQuiston was trying to point out. Yeah. Like the whole, several times in the book, he talked about how he was more under scrutiny than anything because he was part Mexican. Yes. So he, like, constantly that was like in the, he thought he had to do better, had to show them that he, you know, what kind of a person he was because he was worried that people were going to hold that against him. Yeah. So not only was was there the issues with the gay rights and everything like mm-hmm. that? There was issues with race. There was there was just so much. There was a lot in this book. There really is, and, but yet it reads so quick and so smooth. Like it's just it's it all goes together. You don't really realize that. Okay, right now we're doing a race thing. All of these social that, it issues. All, yeah, all these social issues. Yes. You don't really notice it. It just all flows together really yeah. well in a story. Yeah, really well. And the other characters, Nora. Who I believe is she the vice president's daughter? She was, I think so. Okay. She was something big. I think Nora's the vice president's daughter. Yeah. And she is really good with numbers. Mm-hmm. And, and again, these secondary characters are just fantastic. Yeah. You and don't really see that a lot. No, in books. you don't. And then there was Pez. You remember Pez? Yes, I liked Pez. He was kind of the flamboyant, but not gay. Not gay. But flamboyant still. Best friend. Best friend of Henry. Yes. The so, prince. Yes. He was great. I loved him. He was one of my favorites. And then B is Prince Henry's sister. And she's very supportive of Henry also mm-hmm. because she had an issue with drugs. Yeah, she had and her own. And they brought that out. Yeah, she had her own. And they pushed her, you know, the, with the, family, the royal family didn't want that, you know, in the in the papers, but it got out. So here they were dealing with, with her issues and then Henry's wanting to come out as being gay. Yeah. Publicly. And I love the scene. Again, I started to talk about this earlier. I love the scene where they're facing the queen. They've had this meeting and the queen's like, well, there is no way that that would ever happen where pe- all people will accept you. And then they step outside and there's crowds with signs and wearing t-shirts Murals and, and everything. And my heart promoting. Just, oh, I got cold chills right now. Yeah, thinking about doesn't it. it? Yeah, I got cold chills thinking about it. I can it. see that. But scene. it was just so it was a big moment. Yes. And I can see that happening. Like this needs to be a movie. Yes. I don't know who's out there. Producers, big movie companies, but Red Red, White, and Royal Blue needs to be a movie. I agree. Because I think it would be, I think it'd be fantastic. Mm -hmm. And I think it would make a lot of money and I want to go see it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) Again, we talked about the kind of the the royal fever that I have. I love that that aspect of it, that I get to see the royal family again, even though it's not the real royal family. All of them were out like bar hopping. Yeah. And to me, that made, you know, made me think that these people are are real people. Like these politicians, celebrities, they're still real people. 
people mm -hmm. that just want to have some normal time. Yeah. Could you imagine being in this book? I mean, being a president's child and being thrown into that? Coming from their backstory where they basically had nothing and then the mom made her way up. Yeah. I mean, could you imagine that? Going yeah. from nothing to that? That's crazy. And at this time, we will take a short commercial break. So don't go anywhere. Have you ever experienced something you couldn't explain? Well, that's what we're trying to uncover through our Encounters, encounters with, with darkness. darkness. Come join us on our journey to find the truth about death. Bum, bum, bum. See you soon. Stay creepy. <laughs> and then, oh, there's a twist with, um, so there's another senator that yeah. Alex and his dad and his family are friends with mm -hmm. who is gay. And, you know, Alex looks up to him so much. And then there's, uh, you learn that you think he's betrayed, betrayed them, them yeah. by joining the other presidential candidate because it's during an election. So there's the Republican candidate and this senator has joined the Republican candidate. It, it turns out good, you yeah. know, because I was, I was so concerned because I liked that character. And wow. he knew some of the juicy details so yes. him going to the other side yes. was like, oh my God, he's going to ruin the president ele elections for the mom. It's going to mm -hmm. like, he's going to out them. It's going to be horrible. Yeah. And I don't usually do romances. Like romance is not my genre, but I'm finding out more and more that I'm liking romances. I like it every once in a while. It's not something that I can read over and over again, but every once in a while I can read some, some smut. I can read some romance. <laughs> I can read, you know, I like to dabble in a little bit of all of the different genres. Well, I just feel like she did this. She did all of this so much justice in the fact. She did. She really in the fact, did. there's so many social issues she tackled and yet the book was fun. Yeah. It was a fun. It was a quick read. Even it was though a it was a long read. book. I recommend it. If you've never read a book with gay characters, I recommend doing it. Uh, step out of your comfort zone if you're not, you know, you've never done it. Yeah. It, it opens your heart and your mind a little bit because for me, their relationship, Henry and, Alex, Henry and Alex's relationship was the same as any other relationship. I didn't mm -hmm. look at them any differently than any relationship, mm -hmm. except for the fact that one's a president's son and the other is a prince. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What about the relationships between the families, the presidential family? It was such a strong family unit. It was versus the royal family, yes. which felt fake. Yeah, it did. Like it felt like they had, I mean, they had this image they were portraying, mm -hmm. but it was completely not who they were. No, it was very, very fake. And then you had, while the president and stuff was upholding an image yes but their family still came first yes family was first mm -hmm. so like yeah it was definitely so throughout the book i mean they're alex and henry are in this relationship secretly for about eight months for I a think. while yeah it was like eight months before they're like okay we can't we can't do this anymore well we they got outed oh that's right the that, security cameras and stuff and that's right got outed the media jumped on it as the media would in any, in case. any case yeah but again that's where you know the queen was wrong she was like like people will not accept you and they will not accept this relationship. And, and the people did. They did. They, were, they were happy to see it. They yes. wanted to see it they, thrive. Yes. So I think that plays into how the media can be so vicious mm -hmm. um, in cele celebrities' lives, like yeah. not giving them the privacy or I know they choose to be in the, the limelight, but they still are human beings and need to deserve a sense of privacy in their relationships. Yeah. But yeah, overall, I literally, I gave this five stars. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. That's yeah. good. Yeah. 
and I rarely give five stars, yeah. but I absolutely adore this book. I, on the other hand, gave it three. I just thought it was an okay book. I mean, like I said, we discussing everything. It was a good book, but I just, I'm a, I'm a tough critic. Usually I am, but I don't know what it was. I, this book was just so fun for me. Yeah. That, that's what I liked about it. What else have you been reading since oh, then? Oh, what else? Since I finished this book, it took me a little longer, I think, than you to read it. I, let's see, I finished Cabal. I know on the last episode, I had mentioned Cabal by Clive Barker that we are reading for book club. Mm -hmm. Finished the whole book, all of the stories in it. Wasn't really a fan. No. Not, not going to pick up another Clive Barker anytime soon. Nope. Uh, not my kind of horror book. Mm -mm. And then I read, I went back to Into the Deep by Sherry Fritz, who is from Jackson County. That's a, a very religious, spiritual book about the uh, situation she went through when her daughter was in a car accident as a little, uh, as a five-year-old oh, and nice. suffered a severe traumatic brain injury and was is now disabled for the rest of her life and yeah. how she, her relationship with God and how they got through that. That book, again, is a lot of Bible verses, which, you know, Sherry relied on to get, you know, to guide her through that journey. Yeah. So if you do like the spiritual, inspirational story, true stories, pick that one up if you can find it. Another one I read was the second book in the Little House series. I went back to it by Laura Ingalls Wilder, Farmer Boy. It is a really cute, childlike series. So it's nice to get away from something really serious. Something deep. Yeah. And read those because it's about pioneer times and you can just kind of get out of all the tragedy in the world and go to something much simpler. Mm -hmm. And right now I'm reading When Wishes Bleed by Casey Bond, which is our next book club book. Absolutely loving it. Mm -hmm. It is a fantastic young adult fantasy that to me reminds me of Hunger Games a little bit, along with the, the TV show The Bachelor. If you can imagine those two that's what this book is like with witches with witches with witches and magic so loving that i love that i think i gave that one a five star love that one because so that was one of my favorites and then i'm also going back to a whole new world which is a twist the disney twisted tale by liz braswell the Aladdin one. I'm going to try to finish that one too because it's not long and I figure I've read two of them already so I'll read this third one. Yeah. What about you? What are you reading? I have uh, not read as much as I did last month. Last month I did 15. This <laughs> month I did two and I, one. I'm working on one right now. I'm Right now I am reading Hillbilly Elegy. I've read that one. Eulogy, Elegy. 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 Mm -hmm. Elegy. I'm reading that one. What what made you pick up that one up? I just seen it was a short kind of read. So I was like, oh, I've been kind of in a reading slump. Let's try it out. So it was okay. I read... The show is much better. Oh, yeah? Yeah. The, the Netflix the show. show. Yeah. Looks a little weird. Or movie. I'm sorry. It's a movie. And then I read a customer came into the bookstore and let me borrow their copy called Star Child. Now you mentioned that one the last. And I actually liked that one. That one was good. Yeah, it was a good one. And then of course the red, and white, and royal a, blue. A science fiction, right? Yes. Okay. Science fiction fantasy type. And then red, white, and royal blue. And I've already read When Wishes Bleed, which I love. That yeah. was a good one. And that one's a series. When, when Wishes, Wishes Bleed. Yeah. Yes. Second one's already out. I think it's going to be a trilogy. Okay. I think. I, I. Yeah. Usually books don't have two. They're usually at least three. Yeah, I think she did a cover reveal not too long ago for the showing third the third one. book. So I think now, it's have you read the second soon. one yet? I have not. I own okay. it, but I have not went back because okay. we jump around so much. Yeah, like I've not I know. went back to that. I know. So I'm gonna I know I'm gonna want to order the second one. It's called the Omen Stones. The Omen Stones. Okay, mm -hmm. see, I didn't even know what it was called. Yeah. 
but yeah, if you like young adult fantasy, pick that one up because it is really, really good. And the author, freaking amazing. She's so sweet. I reached out to her. So I tried to order everybody's copy through Ingram and her order, her books are on back order for some reason. I don't understand it. So I reached out to her and I explained it to her. I'm like, Hey, I don't purchase off Amazon, but if if I can, I would love to purchase off of you. Mm -hmm. And she had copies and she's like, Oh, well here, how many book club members do you have? I'll send some free autograph stuff for you guys. Wow. I'm like, Oh, that is so sweet. I'm like, you don't have to. And she's like, no, I want to. So like, she's so nice. She's so nice. That is so cool. And then going back, I remembered about Casey McQuiston, author of Red, White, and Royal Blue. I actually ordered her book from Book of the Month. Mm -hmm. And I think one, what is it? One more step or one last stop or something like that. I don't remember. Because I love her writing. It's just, it's so fun. And I think this one is about um, two lesbians. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm looking forward to reading that because I, I like how she does the relationships. It's yeah. just, it's real to me and I, and I like it. Well, thank you for joining us during this episode. We plan on jumping in and doing the next one. So pick up that book and come come hang out with make, us. Make sure you pick it up and read along with us and send us those comments because we'd really love to hear what you what you think about these books. We also have a list up on our Facebook page of books that we will be reading like next and everything. So if you want to keep up with us, you can grab those books too. Thanks for joining us. Bye guys. Join us next time when we will be discussing the final revival of Opal and Nev by Donnie Walton, a book we chose for Black History Month. As always, reach out to us with any recommendations that you may have, and please feel free to rate us on any platform that you listen to on. You can send us your recommendations to our Facebook page, Page Turner's Podcast with January and Jenna, or you can shoot us an email, pageturnerspodcast812 at gmail.com. As we always say here on the show, no page is left unturned.